Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Beamaz and Beamer back here with you on WBEM. Brian Mazeroski, Joe Beamer standing by. Hope everyone's doing great out there. A great sunny day. Um, Joe, all right, we'll uh, jump right in. All right. I've got this, you know, we get these little uh, emails, uh, pitch emails, tell us different things going on in the news. Interesting. Hey, do you want to have this guest on? Sometimes I open them. Sometimes I throw them away. I open this one because I really was curious um, in this email that was uh, basically that employers are supposedly asking more and more discriminatory questions in job interviews. Uh More and more job applicants, nearly one-third of candidates, have faced questions they deem discriminatory in an interview. So I had to click through. All right, what are we talking about? Let's see. And so I'm looking... Um, They're discriminatory, you know, some of the quotes from the article. They're discriminatory uh, not just because they're illegal, but it makes the candidate feel like, quote, you're not asking me things based on my merit, end quote. Um, (laughs) That's the quote. (laughs) Uh, uh, There's an onus on HR pros to make sure a company's hiring process is thoughtful and inclusive, okay? Um, We're looking at uh, age, race. Sex, marital status, questions related to that are reported. Joe, I'm looking through this whole article. All I wanted was a sample question. Yes. I Can thought you give you were, me an example? I thought you were setting up the sample question, <laughs> and I, I was ready. I'm going through this whole thing. I, you can't have a, a thing where a third of job candidates have faced questions deemed discriminatory and not give me one question without giving me an example of what's discriminatory because i was curious what do you mean by this what what is deemed discriminatory what might be a common question that i've had in the past that i want to look at this and say oh that's interesting no there wasn't a single one in there and that's where you and i i I think might differ because i would read that and i would be upset but you know where i would i would use that frustration to book the guests they're pitching me (laughs) To literally just get the sample question. Can you give me an example? All right, thanks for joining us. (laughs) That's all we want. I was just, like, floored by it. Like, I I just want the example. I thought you were doing a a, a brilliant job of setting up. I was like, okay, he's going to give me the sample question. I can't wait. This is going to be, like, something ridiculous. No, no, I don't even know. 
what the sample question yeah. is. Just like a, a little tip goes out there. Do you remember any questions you were asked at your interview here at Odyssey? Mm, no. Um, no, I really don't. No. I, no, I do remember a question asked of me uh, by Steve Seashine. Uh, or like an after I started working here, yes, an interview within the job, yeah, of you know to do something um, that I don't. They didn't end up hiring me um, after this interview. <laughs> but, <laughs> I had one of those too. <laughs> but he said, um, and he asked me. It was the only interview question I remember, maybe ever. No, no, that's not true. I have a lot of interview questions, actually, that now are coming to mind <laughs> that I remember that are just uh, ridiculous. Uh, but he asked me, what What do you do when somebody uh, looks you in the face? You're talking to uh, some a senator or somebody, and they say, that's a stupid question. I, I just love the question. What was your answer? I said, well, you just probably reword it. Like, yeah. I'm like, a stupid question to me is like, what would you eat for breakfast today? Like, I don't know. Like, right. I probably... It's just me wording it terribly. I would just ask it again in a different way. I do remember interviewing with Steve C. Sean. I, I too, did not get the job in the uh, KB <laughs> Talk Studio. Um, however, the only question I remember from my Odyssey interview uh, here was, are you sure you want to give up Saturday nights? Because my first job was running the board Saturday nights when I was a junior in college. Mm. And I was like, yeah, I mean, radio, come on. Yeah. <laughs> are you Are you sure? Yeah. That you wanted to give up Saturday nights? Yeah, you know what? Okay. It was, it was, it was sure it paid off. Junior senior, uh, finally paid off. Um, but yeah, you know, I had, you have a TV in there. Got to watch the Saber games. Cigar Dave. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite interview question um, that I got was, uh, what would you say is your spirit animal? What's your answer? I, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, like, on the fly of what, because I just thought of this when you asked me that. And... I more so than the answer, I just remember thinking like I wish I could have seen the look on my own face. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like I, I feel like that was the uh the time that I realized I don't know. <laughs> you know, maybe Maybe this job's not maybe for me. Maybe I'm not gonna fit in with the culture here. Anyways, um I don't you know, it goes on to, uh, you know, what do you ask people? What are you allowed to ask? You know, th these are legal questions, but they're not really like a, a manners question. Because I was going to say, did you, when you were asked what your sp uh, spirit animal is, say, I think I've reached my limit and it's best if I take some time to regroup? What's that? Well, that's what we're about to talk about. That is one of the proper ways to sign off in a meeting. Someone saying that? Yes. Rather than exit in a huff, try something like, I think I've reached my limit, and it's best if I take some time to well, regroup. To rewind. Let's rewind here yes. first. All right. I, I was trying to use that. The, that was, a, a I thought, a clever way. It didn't work out. I'm, I apologize. I, what I, I'm, uh, I, I saw this, and this is, it goes from legally what you're allowed to ask to just you know plain old, old-fashioned manners what you're allowed to ask. Um, many people would remember the old book of etiquette. Emily Post, Book of Etiquette. Well, it's being redone by her relatives. I think it's her grandchildren are rewriting, re-releasing a new Book of Etiquette, a contemporary mm. edition for 2022. Because, you know, back in 1922, <laughs> etiquette was a little bit different. Um, there, you know, there's, society was different. Yes. Technology was different. Times extremely different. 
So the old rules of etiquette don't necessarily apply. I would say the old rules of etiquette, um, there aren't any rules for a lot of the things that you're talking about. One of those would be video calls. And what you just said, I can't believe. Yeah, that's the proper way to leave a What is it video- again? Rather than exit in a hurry is the quote. Try something like, quote, I think I've reached my limit. It's best for me to take some time and regroup. Let's talk again another time. Again, what would be your reaction if somebody said those exact words? We would not be talking well, again another just time. Like, what, what does that mean? <laughs> but to, to say it like, like, that sounds like a robot. You wouldn't say, oh, that person's so proper. No. <laughs> it's, I've reached my limit. I need to take some time to regroup. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Let's talk again later. Like, okay. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, the weird. What happened to Brian? Yeah. Just like, <laughs> what's going on? But, no, it does bring up uh, some different and uh, pretty interesting conversations over what is etiquette, especially around new technology. Do people care about etiquette or have proper etiquette anymore? And I think everyone has a difference right, uh, of opinion into what is and isn't etiquette. Etiquette to some people means like fancy above and beyond, like proper dinner. Which fork should I use? And where do you put the uh, silverware? Because I still don't know. Like all that. I Like that just doesn't matter as much to me. Etiquette is more, in my opinion, the please, the thank you, proper manner. It's more manners than etiquette. Holding the door. Yeah, little things like yeah. that, I think, uh, weigh in. Uh, 803-0930 to reach us. 803-0930. Give us a call. Send a text on our, well, I almost said old-fashioned. <laughs> 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 our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Uh, texting etiquette is, whew, that's a different one. We, we can get into that, too. But uh, on the video meeting, Joe, because uh, we started there. Yes. I Like, is there, there is definitely a, when it comes to, like, signing off, there is definitely a a weird type of if you're on a Zoom call with somebody, how to end that conversation and end the call is well, a little strange. It can be uncomfortable if it's a business meeting and you're like leading the meeting. You say, "Hey, very, well, that's, that's a very little bit productive. Different. We'll we'll meet again soon." If it was like a one on one, I think again, like, "Hey, it was great chatting with you." I, th- I think you'd sign off similarly to how you would. How I would leave this conversation. I think people have a lot of trouble with it. I think these video meetings oftentimes, they'll go, they kind of drag on and on. And you've, uh, maybe you've reached the point, you talked about what you want to talk about, but then, now it's different. All right, if you're leading the meeting, if there's, you know, it's very formal, yeah. I, I would say efficient. If you do do a meeting like this, I thumbs up to you because you figured it out. But the people who say, you know, if you're in charge of the meeting, you opened it. Okay, hey, great. Good job, everybody. Get to work. Yeah. See ya. Um, like, that's a great way to end it. But I think more often than not, they kind of, you know. Bounce around? Yeah. Like, it, all right. You know, then we stray away from what we're talking about. Then somebody says something and somebody else. You know, there's maybe like three or four people on this meeting. And then all of a sudden, like, uh, you know, people start kind of looking around and it's been three hours. What are we doing here? Are we like, are we done? I kind of have something else to do. I it is a little more awkward in the video meeting. I love a good Irish goodbye, Joe. Yeah. Of just we're out of there. Right. That's not proper. You can't really do that on a video meeting. I mean, 
You could, but it's like, it's way more noticeable. The thing about the Irish goodbye, I would argue, it sometimes is proper etiquette. It's because you're not making a scene. Yes. And nobody notices. Right. That's the thing. It's not like, oh, he just left. Like, it's, nobody notices. Everyone notices, unless you're on a meeting with like 100 people. Yeah. Everyone notices if one of three or four people just all of a sudden is out of there. You could do what I would do if I ever had to do Zoom meetings and just log out and then text, hey, guys, something happened uh, to my computer. <laughs> I, I just um, – I, I, I'm, I'm pretty frank. I've turned now to – like if I've reached my limit, yes. I don't say, well, it appears I've reached my limit. Yeah. I just say, hey – I got to go. Sorry. Yeah. See ya. Great talk. We're out of here. And I, I just keep it short. I, it's like, to me, that is the video version of the Irish guy. And there's no need to complicate it. Hey, I'm leaving. Yeah. What, else, what else can I leave? You don't, what else I, you don't I do need here? to offer an explanation. Right. If we've been on this call for a while, we don't really need to do it. Yeah, I've done um, my part. Yeah, it, 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 I know it can get awkward. What I am bad about, though, and this is something that's in the new etiquette book. Yes. And this is something I should be doing like multiple times every day. And I try to do it. And I try and remember to do it, but oftentimes I'll, I'll sometimes be in the middle of sending one of these messages. <laughs> we're on to something else, and then like three hours later, I see the draft of the message, like half written but not sent. Yeah, is after a meeting, after something. For us, it would be like after an interview, talking to somebody on the air, to send a text, email, some sort of message. Hey, thank you for the time again. That was great. You know, see you later. That's I'm, very kind. I'm I'm usually pretty good about that. That's what everybody tells you to do after a job interview, right? Send a note, handwritten, if oh. you can, to send the note after the job interview. Hey, thank you for the time. I try my best to, you know, do that after, but sometimes it gets, uh, you know, a little too hectic to remember. You know, I learned something on this show every day. I didn't realize. I mean, I have not had a job interview in a long time. I didn't realize the note uh, thing. You've never heard to send a note? No. I've heard you like always send a note. I, I've heard if it's a job where you put an application in, maybe not the interview, but an application to call and say, hey, you know, my name's Joe Beamer. I have applied there and was wondering if you had time to look at my application. I didn't know about the note. But yeah. to be fair, I only interviewed for two jobs. The other jobs I've worked in my life, I was hired on the spot. The note, you do you do what you said. You call, you put in an application. You call about yeah, it after I've heard about or, that, or yeah. maybe even write a note after separately from the application. Inquire. Talk to somebody else who might be in the department. But then you get in the door. Hey, great meeting you. You send a note. I, maybe an email is more common yeah. now. But anything like that. Hey, great. Uh, you know, while I'm top of mind, here's another idea. Great to talk with you about X, Y, and Z, whatever you brought up in the interview. You're also talking to someone who's never written a cover letter on their resume, and I'm 34. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to say these things out loud at your job. That's the thing. You want to say... I've written my cover letter and I rewrite it every month. You want to say that at the job? Yeah, just a game. <laughs> now it's like, well, Joe, we know he's not going anywhere. He hasn't oh. written a cover letter in 30 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, what, is, what is your etiquette? Um, what does etiquette mean to you? Has etiquette been lost in the technology age? Text etiquette. There is a certain thing, right? Like to text yeah etiquette um and i still don't know what it is but in different people have i feel like a different understanding of what is and isn't proper in a text i still try to i'm still one of the people who try to spell everything correctly 
in a text message. Oh, wow. I don't use shorthand. Now, again, this depends on who you're texting. But if you're yeah. not texting, you know, a very good friend who you text with often, your significant other, uh, maybe, you know, it's a, a, your kids or something like that. If it's not one of those people, if it's a person I'm texting for some sort of like formal communication, oh, plans, yeah. anything like that, I still don't use shorthand in a text. But yeah, I'm the same way with that. I do text for business purposes. Yes. Which I think even like four or five years ago, even though everyone was texting, I, I still think that's kind of a new thing for people to wrap their heads around. I think it was frowned upon five or six years ago. Like, especially here, if you were reaching out so, for someone via text, I think I think there were still people that, that would probably look at that and go, I don't know. But now, I mean, Brian, we, we, we text to get people on the show all the time. <laughs> I, mean, that's, I, that's I would how just I do say a lot of it's the preferred method of communication that is, and even though I, I think this is where the uh, perception has shifted just a little bit, where a text was maybe in the first 10 years of texting very personal. Yeah. You only texted people, you know, in your close family, close friends, people you were trying to date. Yes. <laughs> like, right, yeah. like those were Very the true. only people who got a text message from you. Uh, now it's more ubiquitous. You're texting everybody, and it went from very personal to kind of impersonal. Yes. And I, I still feel like we're shifting that way when it comes to, like, business and getting things done in a work sense of texting. It, there is still, like, a little bit like, ah, is that too, like, buddy-buddy? With them, when in reality, like when I turned the corner on this, was when I get a text message, like that's like the best way to reach me, know you're going to reach me, and not bug me at the same time. Right. Like it's not, there's a 50-50 chance I ever answer your phone call a lot of times, unless I know the number that's calling. Yeah, if, if your name pops up, I'll answer. If it's a number, I'm not answering. An email, you know, it depends on the time of day, I'll either see it. In a minute or two, or, or like six hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, like it depends on the time of day you reach for email. Text messages, it's there. It's inobtrusive. It's so easy to listen. If you don't want to, whatever it is, um, just ignore it, right? Like, and, and I don't take any offense to that. You know, you see it, you ignore it. That's fine. I just think it's like very inobtrusive. A texter on our text board says I tend to treat text messaging like an email at times. And I think that's kind of what it is. It's it, it's almost blended in together. I don't know about you, Joe, but when I send texts and email, when I send emails now. They're like a text. It's way less formal yes. of an email than it ever used to be. I would say to that point, my texts have gotten more. This is, I think, I think this makes sense what I'm trying to say. My texts have gotten more like emails and my emails have gotten more like texts. Oh, absolutely. Because they're the same. Mm -hmm. You know, they're the same thing. And yeah, my email... All it is is what I would have texted you with my name at the bottom. <laughs> I, That's the email. I like that. Um, your texts have gotten more formal. Your emails have gotten less formal. Yes. Almost kind of saying it like that. Like that's – I don't have a big – you know, people have like these paragraph-long email signatures. I see less of that all the time. Yeah. Like I never have – like that feels a little too formal to me. Um, I still – you know, if I'm reaching out to somebody who I've never spoken with before, I'll still put a little – like, on the end, who I am, if I want them to have my number, what my number is, like, full name. You start it off like a letter, hello, you know, hi, whoever it is. Yes. 
new paragraph. You, you treat it like that. But then after a couple times, and when I see the response, that's, you know, usually, if I see a response with no, like, sign-off or anything like that, I'm like, okay, now we're going here. Yes, uh, uh, that is people. People I book for Hardline, right? There are people that you know I reach out for the first time. They get at the end. Joe Beamer, WB. Uh, thank you, Joe Beamer, WBEN. But if it's someone, you know, if it's uh, someone from a, a congressperson's office that you know is regularly on the show, it, it's three lines. Hey, it's so and so available to talk about this. You know what I mean? And because that's the response you get back. You know, you have to kind of get on a familiar term, and then, yeah, the signature goes out the door. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And it becomes a little less formal. It's less like email started. It was like you are writing a letter. Yeah. Now it's <laughs> yeah. like you're doing a text, and it's because it's on everyone's phone. You right. know, you're not sitting down and, let's open up the inbox The today. only reason you're emailing me is because you don't have my number. Yes. Yeah. That's absolutely, or you're trying to sell me something. Yeah. That, that's all my emails. Let's go through it. Let's see. Emails. <laughs> work to work email, work email. Um, yes. Do you want to buy shoes? Do you want to buy a T-shirt? Limited time, 30% off. <laughs> like, that's, <laughs> so there's two types of emails, and it's uh, very often, uh, or it's never for me, personal. No. Personal emails do not get sent uh, what's, whatsoever. Uh, but what is it for you? Uh, 8030930, etiquette in the modern era. There's a new book out. How do you approach some of these new things? Things like tipping. We'll talk about that and more next. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now, Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. 
Good day, Joe. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to go with something something of adequate. But um you know, after that, Brian, I think I've reached my limit. <laughs> I, I can take some time. <laughs> what was that? We're trying to do etiquette here, yes. and you just started selling me French baguettes. Yeah, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know. Bemez and Beamer back here on WBEN. 8030930 to join us this morning. Uh, we're talking etiquette. The new book of etiquette is out. A lot yes. of people might be familiar with the Emily Post book of etiquette. Well, her grandkids. All right, with a new... That book came out in 1922. 1922. Her great-great-grandchildren are now... Uh, Wait, it's great-great-grandchildren? It's great-great. Two, three generations <laughs> I just removed. said grandchildren. Uh, I, that's what I originally thought as well. <laughs> and I, I, I saw under the picture they in the post. They almost had kids young. Yeah. I mean, it's 100 years, but it's, you know... Not yeah. that... I could, maybe great-grandchildren I could see. We don't know how old her children were when she put her book out. Yeah. Well, anyways, that's beside the point. <laughs> Trying to figure out how old Emily Post was. <laughs> uh, but anyways, it's uh, the modern book of etiquette is now out, updated for 2022. The new technology, all the different things that we deal with now. And, and what is etiquette in the modern day? And what's your definition of etiquette? 803-0930 to join us. It, it covers a lot of things. We're talking a little bit about technology, you know, your communications, text, email, how it's different, how it quickly it changes just in like five years the way you treat texts and emails, especially dealing with uh, business. Tipping is also on here. Oh, That's always a big one. People need to read the book on tipping. I got in a, a little bit of a tipping situation yesterday. Uh-oh. Where it was, uh, not, it was an uncomfortable situation for me because I was trying to read. And, you know, it went got a uh, nice massage yesterday, Joe. Oh, nice. I'm, a, I'm addicted. I'm like, I don't do I don't I do say, I could tell you were in a better mood this morning. You could? Yeah. I'm glad. Must be from the massage. It, it definitely is. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's, I'm not like a chiropractor person. I like the massage is my avenue toward For your fixing. Yeah. yeah. Realign the back. I think you could do it that way. It works for me better than, or at least it feels like it does, better than a chiropractor or anything else. All right. Um, so, you know, do this, walk out, and Seuss waiting there. Here's a cup, and it's like, oh. You know, hey, like just, just this like awkward moment, and I feel like she was waiting for the tip. Yes. Well, I left the tip already online. Uh, it's always tough. You know what I mean? Like, so you, there is the option so that you don't have to worry about it while you're there. Yeah. But then now it's like I don't know if she knows <laughs> that I did that. Like, and now am I going to be like persona non grata at the place? So I'm leaving, and the person at the front desk was like. All right, uh, you know, Brian, uh, oh, see that you have uh, taken care of everything online. You're good to go. So so I'm like, all right, so I know they know. I'm like, I just hope everyone else knows. Yeah. Just kind of one of those awkward tipping situations. I think that's where you bring cash. I, I don't want you to think that I didn't tip, but I'm not about to double tip. Right. <laughs> because I already did. Um, well, here's how I would do it. No, I, I'm not. Uh, part of Emily Post family, but this is what I would say. Hey, you know, thanks for everything. Um, I, I included the tip online. Uh, see you soon. See, that's I don't want to mention it because I feel like that's like a, I don't. I, I get weird mentioning. Oh, like I don't want to. So I do like, that in an Uber all the time. <laughs> I tipped online in an Uber or Lyft. I'll and say, here we'll we'll actually go to the new book of etiquette yes. when talking about uh, an Uber or Lyft. Right. That is now according to the new book of etiquette. 
For those hailing an Uber or Lyft, tipping is no longer optional. It's standard. Not tipping will also impact your rideshare rating as a rider. And that's something I've thought for a very long time. If you're in one of these rideshare cars, ever since they allowed tipping on the app, you just have to do it. Like, it's just standard that I would to a point where I don't even mention it. Why would I? Good point. Um, Not tipping, from my experience with being the driver in a rideshare, does not impact your rating because as a driver, you have to rate the passenger as soon as they step out of your car. Oh, and you won't know. Well, maybe it's maybe it's different. You won't. Know, yeah, I mean, I haven't tipped since before the pandemic, um, but I still do it because Brian, I get awkward if I think anyone thinks I didn't tip them. That's just how I am. I need people to know, hey, I did tip you, and I need them to know why we're making eye contact. Yeah, I I don't do it. I just assume you'll figure it out. You'll know. I don't like making a scene of it. There is one exception, Joe. Yes, that is the open bar at a wedding. Or somewhere else. Because I don't have small bills. Yes. I want the, the site to be seen because I'm going to be up here a lot. Yeah. To know I took care of you first one. Yes. And like we did. And, you know, I probably will after being up here a lot. I probably will reach into my wallet again because that's just how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want you to know that I'm not coming up here all the time without tipping. Yeah, it's, it's hey, don't forget me. Here's the bill. I don't have many of these. It's going there. I'm not even. And that's not a one, I mean. Yes, that's <laughs> I'm right. I'm not doing that with a one dollar. Hey, <laughs> you're making those one gin of these Washingtons. Don't forget that next time I come up here, I already gave you this. But that's, I'm not even looking for like preferential treatment. I don't need a special pour. I don't that's need where we a are quicker different. service or anything. Yeah. I just need you to know when I keep coming up that I'm not just being your biggest customer and not leaving any tip yeah no i want you to know that i i tipped you and if you see me in line have one of these ready well that's you know i mean that's another way to look that's a bonus for me if it happens but i would rather feel back to the the uber thing or or at your massage i'd rather feel comfortable i'm sorry awkward knowing they knew i tipped them than leaving wondering if they ever found out that i tipped them see to me i'd rather feel I'd rather have that 10 seconds of awkwardness with me saying it all weirdly mm-hmm. than I will literally think about that for the rest of the day. Yeah. I don't I just I, I live sometimes in my own world where, especially in the ride share, I just kind of like assume it. Like I feel like the driver assumes that I tipped. Like I would assume that the driver would know that I tipped. You know what I mean? Like yes. I just we're all on the same page here. Like, of course, I, I tipped you and that's it. Uh, here's. A different part. This is from the etiquette book now. When it comes to what we all see now, right? You go to check out somewhere. The old-fashioned register is gone, unless you're at my barber's. Yes. And it's now just a tablet, and there's always the next screen of would you add a tip? And we've had this conversation before, Joe, of, you know, what is this? Like, how do you deal with the situation of now being asked to tip at a place you've never left a tip before. Yes. Like, there's a difference between getting waited on, a restaurant, like all the, uh, anything. You know, somebody, uh, you go through a car wash, the person towels down the car. You you know, all the normal things you would tip for. Yeah. And, like, a place where it was, oh, you could leave a tip. Maybe there's a tip jar there, but it was never an expectation. Now, it's a whole separate screen. Yeah. And you have to 
in front of the person touch no tip and you always end up touching 10% or something like that just because, well, now I'm being asked for. Yeah, the stadium is, is a big one for that. Getting a beer at the stadium. Now they ask you for a tip. And that's one. I feel bad for the people who have been working concessions at the arena or the stadium for a long time because a tip used to be all the time. The change, yeah. Not just the change, but like a couple extra dollars or something like that. Um, whether it was the guy walking up and down the aisle, you know, yeah. certainly keep, that's a tip, keep the change, keep the change. Yeah, five bucks, keep but the change. even walking through some of the vendors, um, have someone there, you the leave vendors. a tip, the vent. Yeah. The people. Yes. Yes. However, now one, everything's card. So that's gone. Yeah. So you're not giving a cash tip out to anybody. You might leave one on there. I don't know where that's going. It's going up in the cloud somewhere. Yeah. Like, is it going to you? And Who I, knows? I'd argue I was leaving bigger tips when I was telling them to leave the to keep the change. I've heard from vendors who say that now they're getting ever since they switched to cashless, they make hardly anything. Yeah, in tips. I believe. And it. I said it's not surprising, but it's not just because it's cashless. It's because that beer used to cost seven dollars maybe, and now it's double the price. Yes. And if you're just at the end of the day, it, you're doing a great job, but yeah. you're not a bartender. Right. For the most part, unless you're working at the bar where you are a bartender. But for the most part, you're not the bartender. You are handing me a can that's costing me double what I paid for it just like five years ago. And I can't look at this and say $13 and a tip for the can. Like... I that's not a and I'll tell people if you can't afford to leave a 20% tip going out to eat then you can't afford right to go out to eat right. like that's just simple how it is yes that is I would not make the same argument about not leaving a tip on a concession beer that is 13 or more dollars I agree with that I agree with that yes yeah I don't know if that's bad etiquette or not well but. I didn't I didn't get to the part of stadium tipping in the etiquette book I don't know it's, if that was I, in yeah, there yeah but they do say something about those tablets Yes. Um, the uh, they say in the new etiquette book that a dollar or two or spare change is still a kind gesture and still enough, whether it's your barista, your hot dog griller, whatever it is, wherever you're seeing your burrito wrapper, wherever you're seeing those tablets now, uh, tipping is not required. And I say, okay, I kind of agree with that. In a place where you never used to tip before, uh, tipping is not required. I disagree with what they say next, Joe. Okay. And that is that they write, noting sometimes a simple thank you is enough. Thank you is not a tip. Let me let me tell you this. If you think <laughs> thank you is enough, order something on DoorDash tonight and don't leave a tip when the driver's only getting $2.50 to deliver to you. Tell me how long it takes yeah. for a DoorDash driver to actually but accept that order. They will not, you know... They will not. That's not for a delivery person. That's not for a place where you are expected to tip. Right. I understand. But I just never. You say thank you because that's what you do as a human. Yeah. Like that's basic manners. Don't get this in your head that thank you is a tip. No. Thank you is not a tip. Thank you <laughs> like, I, I, it was etiquette. Yes. <laughs> it, by by my definition of etiquette. But, that's what thank you is. You know, the the this line that says tipping uh, $2 or spare change for a barista, number one, I believe Starbucks is cashless. Uh, um, that's all, as Brian says, on a tablet or on your phone. I feel now that I'm required to leave a tip when I order on the Starbucks app because 
don't I, I believe this. Now, tell me if I'm wrong. They see if you tipped or not, and I don't want my drink to be compromised. You know, maybe they put less of something in mm-hmm. it. So I'm going to tip the, stand, the, the $2 on the app when I order because I want a yummy drink that I'm already paying 12 bucks for. A yummy drink. You like that? No, I really did not. <laughs> I, the look on your face I when I said yummy drink. Bit. I cringed a little bit. <laughs> um, wow. Um, no, but no, thank you is not a tip. Any delivery service, it should be yeah, they, common sense. They get into delivery as well. And, you know, um, 10% or $5 or more. The f- $5 or more in my opinion, is, is, is a good way to go. The least you should tip is, now again, this is coming from bias because my second job is delivering. But again, I will say, order something that's supposed to be hot and don't leave a tip and tell me if it's still hot when it gets to uh, your house and how long it takes for a driver to accept it. Um, so yeah, I, I, I believe tipping etiquette is something that I have seen, and this is over the last 14 years of, of doing deliveries, um, something I have seen go down, Brian, in the last decade. The, on our text board, 8030930, to weigh in, um, the person, and this is why, you know, my $2, my $2.5 beer from the gas station ends up being $15 at the stadium. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, that type of markup on, it, it's one of the only things, Joe, where you can just, like, so clearly see what the markup is. Like, it's the exact same product, right, that you would buy at any store or gas. You see it, like, almost every day. Yeah. And you can see what the price is. It's like $2.50. Sometimes you get two for four. And then, like, that same thing is just in this setting, and it's $12, $13, $14, $15. Yeah. And so, like, it's not like going to a restaurant and, you know, we'll say, like, a steak, a nice steak dinner. Yes. Now, you can make a nice steak dinner at home for... Not cheap, but a lot less. Well, a, a reasonably expensive meal. I, less than you can make a very nice steak dinner at home for less than a fast food meal out. Obviously, going to a restaurant, it is going to be way more than yes. what you would make it for at home. But you don't. I mean, it could be a better cut of meat. Hopefully, it is than you might have bought at home. Uh, the, you're being served. You're not actually having to do the cooking. You you know the plate presentation. Everything tastes a little bit better because it's done by a professional. Yeah, like it's you see there is a difference there when it comes to like the beer example of here it is for two dollars. Here's the exact same thing for twelve or fifteen. Like, I think that's why when it comes to tipping in that situation, like it's I, it is extra generous if you're leaving a tip when you know the markup like you're staring right at it yeah by the way 250 is like a dollar more than what it was um yeah, even 10 that, years I'm ago like, 250 <laughs> what is going on by the way by the way can i just point out you know i i re- i don't go to starbucks regularly rarely but sometimes i like to treat myself to as i say a yummy drink but it's not a not a daily thing i just wanted to <laughs> throw that back out there i'm i'm, I'm mostly just a cup of coffee or Nice energy drink. Um, but sometimes, you know, Saturday, I'm in the car. I want, I want something something that's good. Um, I do like the text that came in saying, I generally over tip, but the texter says this tip gouging has to be dialed back, especially with inflated prices going back to a dollar a drink like in college. Um, you know, it is strange at the bar 
and I feel like I've heard former guest on the show, John Taffer, talk about this. So, like at a bar, if you're ordering, if I'm paying cash, I always tip like a dollar a drink. Yes. And I'm usually only drinking beer at a bar. That might change, but that's to, I'm not getting any drink made no. for myself. No. Um, open the open the the bottle, hand it to me. There however, you if you're paying with card, it's twenty percent. Like it changes absolutely. Even though you're getting the same thing, the way you pay, like to me, there's just something about paying with cash. Here's an, an, another dollar. It gets to you on the receipt. It's twenty percent on the card either way. Yeah, if you're paying per round, I think the bartender would make more. If you're paying cash per round instead of at the end on a card? Usually the 20% is more. Works out to be. Yeah, I guess it depends. I mean, I'm thinking a dollar per drink, depending on your round. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm not good at math. But it's different. It's like the way that it, I don't know, the way it works out in your head. But I, I do kind of sense that feeling. And I consider myself a good tipper. But like we said, whether it's like the fast food place and you get the thing, you know, staring back at you, how much do you want to tip? Like that stuff does kind of start to make you feel like, hang on a second, <laughs> what's going on here? Like <laughs> I'm a good tipper. I'm more than happy to do it, especially tipping more for really good service. Yeah. But I, you are being at every single turn, like asked for a tip at almost every transaction. Like, the grocery store is, like, the last place, and even that is, how many bags did you buy today? And do you want to give uh, money to something we didn't tell you about? <laughs> like, just trust us, it's going to the right place. Oh, my gosh. You've seen those at the, at the self-checkout? Donate it, today? It's ever it, To what? That's the thing. Like, it's at gas stations. <laughs> it's at the supermarket. Like, I can I get a little video presentation before or yeah. something? Like I don't know. I'll round up change, uh, sure, to whatever you want for today, but... I, a lot of times it's able I, it just seems like it's a little bit of overload where even people like myself again who have no problem tipping whatsoever are, are starting to feel like eh, eh. Now, can I ask you when you go out you talked about fancy restaurants or you know go for a steak do you have a tip in mind and do you adjust that to the service or are you set into that tip no matter what happens during that dinner? Any dinner, doesn't matter what it is, it's 20%, and then if it's good service, it's more. See, I'd like to say I'm, I'm, I, I'm that way, but I think I just stick to the same tip. Like, and I, I should— What I do should, you mean? Like, I have a tip that goes in mind, and if it was great service, you get the tip. If it's bad service, I'm not taking away from that tip. But it's a percentage, right? Yeah, I, I usually— you know, 25, whatever is on the bottom of the receipt. Yeah. You know, they put the 20, 25, 30, and I'll, I'll do the one you got to watch those. Those lie all the time. In whose favor? Well, it's not in yours. Well, at least, <laughs> as long as I'm not, you know, as long as I'm not under-tipping. But I, I, I leave 20%, and then depending on if it was great, you know, service, you get, you know, a bunch more. If it, You know, it, it depends yeah. on the situation. If I have cash on me... And you were, uh, you know, had great service. You'll get twenty percent on the bill, and then all the cash in my pocket. You know what I mean? Like it depends on yeah. the service, the situation. Anyways, I tend to, th- I tend to believe in karma. If I tip good, then I will get good tips, and it's kind of working out. There, here you go. All right, Beamaz and Beamer. We'll be back tomorrow here, David Bellavia, next on WBEM. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.